Welcome to Better Animal Handling, Chapter 11, Episode 83. From the center of Missouri, USA, I'm C.B. Chastain, your guide to better animal handling, and Abby, my cattle dog and Teamster co-host. Say hi, Abby. Our goals are to improve your knowledge of why domestic animals, from chihuahuas to Clydesdales, act as they do, and how to better handle them safely and humanely. Today's episode's on horse harnesses. Our topics for this week are Parts of a horse harness. Steps in harnessing horses. Harness horse bridles. And harness horse teams. Harnesses are worn by horses, used to pull wagons, carts, sleighs, plows, or other loads. Applying a harness to a horse is called hitching up. A harness can be a breast strap, a breast collar, worn across the chest for pulling light loads. Heavier loads with a breast strap can impair breathing, so they're pulled with a collar and a hames harnessed. A hames is two curved metal or wooden frames that are padded by the collar. Collars are always put on the horse before the remainder of the collar and the hames harness. Poor-fitting breast collars or full collars can injure a horse's skin of the shoulder and damage nerves to the shoulder and cause the muscles of the shoulder to become weak and shrink, a condition called Sweeney. Neck collars should only be used with vehicles that have whiffle trees, which move with the movement of the horse's shoulders. The collar should fit close enough to allow the flat of the hand to slide under the collar in the horse's trachea. Two types of neck collars exist. The K, or closed collar, used for light harnesses, and the open collar is open at the top and closed with a strap. Other parts of the harness include breeching, which is a strap that goes behind the horse's closest to the load to aid in slowing or stopping the load being pulled. Breaching straps should ride halfway between the hocks and the point of the hip. It should be close enough to allow the width of one hand under it. Traces or straps that connect the collar to the crossbar of the load. The single tree. The British term is swingle tree. The saddle or pad is a strap that goes around the chest of the horse and is attached by the girth. The saddle and girth of a light harness is collectively called a surcingle. Saddles have tugs and turrets. Tugs are loops to hold up the shafts of a wagon. 
turrets or metal loops to channel the reins. The belly band attached to the saddle is loose and keeps the shafts of the cart from rising up. The saddle is attached to the breechings loin strap and the crouper by a back strap. The crouper is a padded loop that goes under the horse's tail to keep the saddle from slipping forward. The back strap to the crouper should be loose enough to allow the width of a hand under it. Tail hairs are pulled to be short enough to keep draft horses' tails from being entrapped by the harness's tack. The order of tagging up a harness horse is critical for proper application. The proper order of harnessing a horse is to place the collar around the neck, fasten hames in the collar, place the harness saddle, back band, belly band, girth, crouper, loin strap, and breeching on as one unit. Put the tail through the crouper. Tighten and buckle the girth of the harness saddle. Run the false martingale from the bottom of the collar between the front legs and attached to the girth. Run the reins through the saddle turrets and then to the hame turrets and attach the reins. Attach the overcheck strap from the bridle to the saddle ring. Attach the vehicle to the harness. Bridles for harness horses are similar to those for riding horses. Some bridles have blinders, also called blinkers or winkers, to block the peripheral vision and encourage the horse to concentrate on just what's in front of him. An overcheck attached to a bridle and the pedestal on the saddle prevents the horse from grazing when hitched up and the horse's head from going under the shaft of a wagon if the horse stumbles. Two common bits are the snaffle bit and the Liverpool bit. Horses closest to the wagon are called the wheel horses, and they must be the largest and strongest to stop the wagon on command. In an eight-horse hitch, the next pair are called the body team, and then the swing horses, and finally the lead horses. The lead horses must be the calmest to ignore distractions and to lead the other pairs forward. Now let's recap the key points to remember from today's episode. Harnessing a horse must be done in proper sequence. A horse's temperament is important in positioning members to a team of harness horses. Abby says it's time to wrap up this episode. More information on animal handling is available in my book, Animal Handling and Physical Restraint, published by CRC Press. 
It's also available on Amazon and from many other fine book supply sources. Additional information is available at betteranimalhandling.com. Don't forget, serious injury or death can result from handling and restraining some animals. Safe and effective handling and restraint requires experience and continual practice. Acquisition of the needed skills should be under the supervision of an experienced animal handler. Thanks for listening. Abby and I hope you'll come back next week when I'll talk about tying horses. Hey, Abby, Dalmatians are traditional harness horse companions. And Australian cow dogs have Dalmatians in their heritage. Have you ever thought about applying for a job with a famous Anheuser-Busch team of Clydesdales? No, I don't think you have to be 21 years old to ride on a beer wagon.